listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Who that nigga think he fronting on man man? Get the fuck off my stage. I'm the same man. Get the fuck off my dick. That ain't right. I make a play fucking up your whole life. I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like Afro on Richard Pry. Show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Still will take you down right on your mama catching polo socks. Hey, this shit way too crazy. Hey, you don't not amaze me. Hey, I blew from the ACA. Obama just paid me. Hey, I don't fabricate it. Hey, most of y'all be faking. Hey, I stay modest about it. Hey, she elaborated, ay. ay, this that great poupon that AV on that TED talk, ay. ay, watch my soul speak, ay. you let the man right. talk, ay, if a nigga kill, if I kill a nigga, it won't be that alcohol, ay. ay, I'm the realest nigga at the all, bitch, be humble, hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Ken, I'm the backup, my bad, I got my A's off, you know what, it's fine, it's absolutely it's a fine, lot of them, it is a lot of A's, okay, but it's, it's fine we got through it together and we, we're here <laughs> uh that's right it's the blackout test podcast of course you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search us leave us five star reviews and we read them on the air as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today is a day that we give you guys your props for leaving us feedback okay uh basically what happens is people leave us feedback throughout the week whether it's in the form of those five star reviews we just mentioned, whether it's comments on the website, theblackoutist.com, whether it's voicemails you left throughout the week, as long as they're three minutes or less, um, emails, a bunch of stuff. We read the comments and, and, and play the emails and we let you guys know what we think. And, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much how this thing has been working. And, uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it, is what I say. Um, first thing we need to do though, is give people shout outs, um, for, uh leaving us five star i mean for leaving us money mm-hmm. <laughs> five star views yeah come on we all know that it's that dollar make me holler honey boo boo um <laughs> so let me play the song from kurt <laughs> <laughs> oh take your time kurt i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song to you. Today's a new day. That's right. And we got new money. Uh, Q H, recurring donator. Thank you, Q. Got a one-time donation from Michael D, who says, love y'all show. Keep doing you. We shall. We got Alexis H, who left us a recurring donation. Thank you, Alexis. Brianna F, Brianna F, left us a recurring donation. Thank you, Brianna. Uh, hope I pronounce, I probably been pronouncing that wrong all this time. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Lucas DG, recurring donator. Thank you, Lucas. Hey, baby. April G, recurring donator. Thank you, April. Mm-hmm. Tabitha M, recurring donator. Thank you, Tabby. Uh, Corey A, the tickler. Thank you, uh, the tickler. Hey, sweetie. Uh, Conrad L, of course, official first time donator, leader of our first, uh, our new members class. You've been pretty busy lately. We've been seeing you working hard. Christopher D recurring donator. Thank you, Chris from Hawaii. Uh, he just sent us something too through the mail. Uh, got Karen a shirt and uh, gave us some cookies and stuff. It was, the mail was crazy this week. We'll get to it. <laughs> it was, right? Uh, Kalfani uh, F. Uh, wait, Kalfani G recurring donator. Thank you, Kalfani. Uh, Brina H recurring donator. Jacqueline H recurring donator. Thank you, Jacqueline. Dana W recurring donator. David S. David from Brooklyn. Thank you, man. Uh, Film Press Comics recurring donation. Ricky A. Pretty Ricky, what they call him. Recurring donator. 
gregory s recurring donator got a brand new recurring donation from renita n thank you renita thank you baby we appreciate you signing on up deborah f recurring donator thank you deborah and she's also new go to the new members class with renita hey baby comrade i welcome you pete b recurring donator renate m recurring donator our girl olivia from chicago you know uh anthony van d recurring donator thank you very much Bomani Jones, you may have heard of him. I don't know. <laughs> Rita May Z, recurring donator. Thank you. Nicholas Z, recurring donator. Got a one-time donation from Francis B, who actually won our NCAA pool. And so I offer him, um, he can either pick a prize from the prize box over there, or he could be on the show. I'll, I'll get back to him. He told me, let him know what's in the prize box first. So I owe him, uh, I ain't forgot about your dog, okay? Uh, alright. Let's talk about the rest of this uh stuff that y'all left after we play ourselves out whatever you're right now smile for me smile can you just smile for me and my people say oh oh feeling so much better when you're so much better when you're you look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. And why you waiting? You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. And why you praying? You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. Look in the mirror You look so much better when you're oh, oh, oh. Always remember and You look so much better when you smile Hey Alright, alright um, Let's do the five star reviews guys Oh wait, no, actually let's get these people processing and stuff Okay, listen I, uh we getting we get hello fresh right now okay so we used to get blue apron but we want to try some different things see if it takes less more time to prepare all this kind of stuff fit into our very busy lifestyles that you guys can imagine you know recording a podcast at night makes it kind of hard to make sure you get a healthy good dinner every night mm-hmm. so um at any rate uh i knew that box was coming and i was like oh i'm gonna go by the post office but i was out to lunch with karen i got a call and it was uh it was from the post office store like the ups store now that was i was like can i help you that was like you need to come get all your packages right now you have too many packages this <laughs> this is crazy and i was like what what's going on it was like you have uh because i was like it's just one fucking box dog like calm down you know occasionally listeners might get us something from our amazon wish list right. something like that which you can find through social media and stuff um but um i legitimately have forgot that uh you know karen's birthday was just a couple weeks ago and even though we had checked the boxes then i think maybe people were getting behind our shows or maybe this i don't know maybe just y'all was feeling us this week i don't right. know i don't know whatever happened nigga it was so much shit in that motherfucking box hey hey dog we we know y'all get you know a few shit but you know we ain't got no room for nobody else's shit come get your shit i had to make like three trips to my car to get everything in the house it was was crazy um anyway we appreciate you know of course one box was the hello fresh box but still even with that we just had too much it was a lot of shit okay we felt i felt very famous I know. everybody was looking at me walking out with all that shit like who the fuck is this nigga and i was like right. I, I don't know what to tell y'all um at any rate some of it most of it came with like a little acknowledgement of this is from who this mm-hmm. is from this person so a couple of things came and there was no like there was no paper in the box i don't know if you meant to have it or not right. but i'll just tell you uh it was um 
somebody said my my favorite candles these yes. are like literally i burn these like i burn candles during the show y'all mm-hmm. um and i'll add them to the to the list so you know sometimes i put stuff i want to try out but my go-to candle smell oh, my, my nuts oh and they smell so good y'all they, listen, do, they do not smell like real nuts they smell delicious listen guys if you want to get a candle just try it one time because mm-hmm. i normally burn incense but these fucking smell my nuts candles are, are so fucking good and they have a bunch of different flavors but the number one flavor you gotta get banana bread banana nut bread the banana yes. nut bread it, you i mean it'll make you kind of hungry like you'll really mm-hmm. come in the house and be like damn did karen really make banana nut bread right. from you, scratch today if you walk in the house and not even burn it you sure will you'll be like what is the oven i can't on? believe you love me so oh it's just a candle uh, but yeah, still it's just a candle. I, i've never made that I, I don't know how that would turn out and in that same package uh don't breathe came so uh you know don't breathe is my fucking movie um i don't know if it is for uh i don't you didn't see this with me did you i don't think i did it's so good y'all she messed up she should have seen it uh but you know what we're working on it yeah but you saw get out yes all right so you can see this it's so good it's no worse than get out honestly and it's short too oh i'm just remembering that time i had in the theater when i saw this oh my god everybody in the theater we was getting our motherfucking life together <laughs> which reminds me that's what i wanted to see this week that motherfucking movie about that white woman katherine heigl trying to kill rosario dawson and take her family back that's what i wanted to see all right i'm gonna go see that i might have to see it by myself but i gotta go see that white woman trying to kill <laughs> rosario dawson y'all like i said you black woman you in charlotte i'll pay for your ticket okay let me know i'm I'm dead serious i want to see that with some black people and we can be like bitch run and all that shit it's gonna be so fun <laughs> all right um so we also got uh, another box of uh oh wait no this is from last week this is the shanti sent us the haribo we we oh, mentioned okay. this karen this one okay, fell on I'm the ground sorry. it was on the ground my bad all right, all right all right but we still got more all right so oh somebody sent us shamaru uh samurai shampoo which is like me and karen's favorite, favorite. anime series yes it is um they sent us the uh the season uh the complete uh series uh from the matthews family says hi tbgwt enjoy the gift from the matthews family thank you we shall thank you baby Mm -hmm. Uh, it's the blu-ray too like i already had it on dvd but i'm not gonna front y'all it was the bootleg right i had bought it off of ebay Ah! back in the day and you know this is like 2000 something like it was like in the early 2000s or whatever i bought this what shit not just stepped up because uh cartoon network for some reason played like i don't know half the episodes but not all of them right and i'm like what the fuck happened so then i had went and bought it off of ebay but it was like uh you know no offense to you purist i know y'all gonna get mad but it was the subtitles and i prefer the dub correct um it's actually one of the few series where i'm like to me is no comparison the dub is better than the sub yeah i have very few that one and cowboy bebop are yeah. two in my personal opinion because the thing about um the ones that are in english if you get really really good uh voice actors i just prefer it because that's yeah. not funny i want to enjoy the action i don't want to be reading the screen right and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna learn the language so also also it's a lot of uh like they when they put quality when they have quality ones like that is is different right like when it's high quality i'm like oh y'all wouldn't pay for some good voice actors i i love this i want to be down with this we know sometimes it's cheap but when you pay for the money it's worth it yep we got um we got this one and it's actually tight it comes with two 
came with a card first of all here's your his card guys mm-hmm. these flowers it says happy easter riding karen love your biggest fan in germany listen oh. if you guys knew what oh wait i'm keeping this yeah we uh, keep if you cards. knew what was in the um in the box it was full of cadbury eggs and chocolate deliciousness and can i mean we both have diabetes now so thank you for this gift <laughs> we do not hair products of diabetes and uh it came with hair products and um she wrote she also wrote this letter that she typed um i'm typing because my handwriting is terrible welcome to the club buddy okay <laughs> i'm almost i'm almost caught up from on the shows from this week you had me dying with your during the 14 12 march sadness show on your news segment you talked about haribo opening its first north american production site you also mentioned that you two really enjoyed haribo that gave me the perfect opportunity to send you a little easter gift of original german haribo gummy everything before they ruin it in wisconsin yeah we got smurf gummies all kinds of shit it didn't even, I, I think um it was in the original language too because i was like what the fuck i can't read this mm-hmm. then episode fourteen thirteen, church street harassing you talked about the benefits of chocolate to you on your news segment since karen loves all the chocolate i gave it gave me a good excuse to send you germany's most popular chocolate bars before i mailed the haribo package yeah we ate those to some of those i had some this morning uh they was real good mm-hmm. uh, i have commented on the show before but again i just want to thank you too for putting out such excellent podcasts keep me up to date on black issues in the u.s i cannot express how great i think you two are my oldest son 14 is now listening to you on his own now and he thinks he's rod jr i do <laughs> i deeply appreciate your love for the black community and with reference to black women and ptsd i too would never want to be anything but black thanks for helping to keep me sane and connected have a wonderful easter and leave gross odds dutchland which means love lovely greetings from du- from germany thank you thank uh you. and it's from trina thank you trina mm-hmm. that was uh so sweet literally the package was full it was full of sweets it really um, was and then we got this one um oh wait i think trina okay so trina sent us the haribo jumps too and then she also sent this letter mm-hmm. for i think this one came with um i think that one came the, with the hair product hair product well, the first one came with chocolate oh mm-hmm. man like it was a lot cadbury eggs is in this mm-hmm. i'm gonna make them i, I have four of them i'm gonna make a cadbury omelet y'all Mm-mm-mm, i don't think you can do that thank you baby oh okay all right we'll see dear rod and karen i'm back again i will not be defeated i'm so happy you both and justin enjoyed the candy uh i was on my way to the grocery store when i heard the feedback show so i picked up some picnic bars please share with justin i will share them with justin i won't forget no we won't karen i had never sent that particular item overseas before and i'm chalking up the bottle breaking the lessons learned and packaging my <laughs> my business is only three months old so i'm growing and learning one uh once i heard you are heading to my homeland jamaica i thought you would need this moisturizing spray to protect your hair from the sun drying it out i have included an empty travel size spray bottle for you i hope you like the product enjoy yourself um and what was that and something oh and revel in your magic love y'all be well katrina at number one feeling on twitter thank you thank you yeah and i'm sure karen like i knew some products was in there because i opened it up and it was smelling too good Mm -hmm. i'm like what is this um oh yeah and then it actually came with like a trans global express like mm-hmm. uh packing <laughs> list yeah, to yeah, everything she, she was like they will not kick my shit around i think last time a bottle broke yeah yeah so yeah and this is what a, this is what the eggs was in and uh they were great and she also left us this card um business. 
yeah born beautiful naturals but it's b-o-u-r-n uh beautiful naturals dot weebly dot com um and the email is bb naturals at uk at gmail dot com uh and it has handcrafted products for naturally kinky curly kinky hair and healthy radiant skin vegetarian products bespoke hair care uh consultations and blogging and videos look at that ain't that something yeah black people man we so creative um they got a made in uh britain thing too um chris from hawaii left us uh some uh the co- some cookies from kahuna um cornflake butter crunch um that's the one in the jar right yeah hawaii hot which he sent us before i believe mm-hmm. which we ate the fuck out of them cookies too oh, yes, and it's such a big jar man take forever to eat them cookies uh hawaii hot sauce which i cannot wait to try i felt like that was for me and he sent karen a t-shirt mm-hmm. and said uh panthers right mm-hmm. you know so thank you chris yeah he, he, he hit me on facebook in a message and been like can you get it i was like i don't I, what get what you know how many packages is in here i haven't had a chance to open any <laughs> of them do anything um uh karen got a happy birthday gift from jared who sent um which is funny right because he sent socket to me ninjas great knee high socks which if you guys see i play basketball in those socks mm-hmm. uh, i actually sent it out this morning i sent a picture of my socks and was like about to ball on these ninjas <laughs> at any rate uh thank you baby oh uh, sound went out for a second at any rate um yeah so um i said i'm about to ball on these ninjas and then uh but yeah i wear these socks okay so even though it's happy birthday for karen it's really happy birthday for me thank you jared very belated gift but i appreciate you because <laughs> i was killing them in my uh ninja socks man um and then black and freckles sent us two different gifts and it was um the revenant and sicario blu-rays mm-hmm. uh which funny enough movies i haven't seen movies i wanted to see everybody seen these fucking movies i feel left out of the loop and now i'm gonna see them okay guys so thank you very much man that's just that was just checking the mail it was crazy carrying all that shit out i really should check it more often so that doesn't happen don't we Um, check it like once a week i try to check it like once a week but apparently i guess everybody just thought of us at the same time (laughs) i don't know i think yeah because that was your first time checking this week was that friday right yeah yeah because we normally do we check it once a week or whenever we you know pass by the grocery store we be like hey it's in the same shopping center let's you know check it but yeah mm-hmm. for them to get your phone call it was serious all right now to the five star reviews mm-hmm. and i'm sorry to to floss all that in y'all faces these people sent us this and i feel so loved yeah and appreciate it and you. i just had to say thank you for giving me so much and the rest of y'all so little. <laughs> oh, damn mm. wrong with you. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Um, lotion for the ashes from Damn We Grown. Uh, five <laughs> stars. Karen and Rod are so dope. The show is like date night with all your closest friends. Sometimes clowning, sometimes getting deep, sometimes acting a fool. This show is crack. I got these cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, Damn We Grown. Thank you, baby. Uh, we got a five star review from Gatsu25 who says, this was so, this was long overdue. You guys are con- consistently awesome five stars. I've been listening to this show for years now and I figured it's about time. I wrote in to say how much I love your show, Karen and Rod. Y'all have been putting in work for years now and have been one of the most consistently enjoyable, informative, and hilarious shows I've listened to. 
i was about to say that i don't know how you guys keep the quality bar so high but i know the answer is because you're both amazing people that are great at what you do thanks for keeping this show back and giving a, a voice to all of us um bless us uh bless wait hold on yeah voice all of us bless also i don't think i would have known how severe our sword violence problem was if it weren't for your show how in the world are y'all able to find new sword ratcheting stories every single day something needs to be done people are out here dying and i thank y'all for bringing it to light to this underreported problem yes for real and how am i finding it is is that's how much is happening i wish it wasn't that's times i delete emails like i just don't want to see this today i had to (laughs) you know but it's like every day it's another person turning a sword on their brother or sister come on and somebody got to talk about this problem y'all um black black excellence epitomized by h-town grown who says everything is better with a little carrying and rod on it give this power couple a listen you won't be disappointed thank you thank you baby we appreciate it and if you're not from the united states if you're from somewhere else and you're leaving us a five-star review we can't see that shit unless you tell us includes canada and mexico even in canada even in mexico you say hey man i'm in germany i left y'all a five-star review we gonna need you to let us know hit us on email twitter something we'll go to your country code and we'll find it and we'll read yours too we want to read them all guys we want to read them all we got uh one five-star review on stitcher which is from baconzilla oh shit that's that's my dog we playing that mass effect um shout out to my pathfinders y'all know where i'm at i'll let your boy um but in the game holla at your girl okay uh speaking of which i me and pb we be getting it on y'all uh i don't want to brag but you know she moving in with a nigga okay so <laughs> making a big decision yeah you know like she ejected her her, her uh, you know her escape pod so you know she stopped acting flighty and let 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 somebody know that she really want to be down so you know uh her and harriet Ryder, you know we i would like to consider us a, a, a item right now hopefully she don't get killed or kidnapped or nothing because ah! i do leave uh, i do live an adventurous life y'all is all i'm saying um baconzilla says fix your life and listen to this podcast putting in the work and finally getting these reviews done this show is rolling off the couch laughing through tears and not caring you smacked your face hilarious <laughs> rod and karen have a great deal of empathy and understanding while simultaneously taking no nonsense karen's laugh is just the best thing the show has been a lifeline for me the past several months and i'm just extremely grateful for this fantastic team also their porn pun game <laughs> i almost said porn game which hi it's on fleek now to be honest it, it will still be the same sentence yeah anyway also their pun game is on point thank you mm-hmm. oh man that was so sweet appreciate we all do. y'all we do for the five star reviews man last week felt like we didn't get none this week blood air we back keep them coming in y'all keep them coming in all right um let's get to the comments on the website we had episode 1425 blackity black black um which was a feedback show mm-hmm. uh we had three comments um Mwangandi, one Ma, wait Mwangangi or Mwangwang i need you to write in is it mwangang am i pronouncing it right is it mwangangi or mwangangji yeah um it's, i'm, I'm thinking it's gi because it's a g but i'm not 100 percent sure it's so a vocabulary word yeah uh at any rate uh when you talked about k dot dropping part two in three days i thought of this gift immediately and what is this gift black jesus gift much like black jesus will be right back oh it's larry wilmore uh, from the daily show god i miss that show mm-hmm. um but you know what ray sani is writing 
for the president show which is, should be premiering next week i believe okay but you're gonna so, take that spot yeah it will be taking that spot so support that man people was like i miss the nightly show so much i was like hey i feel you but you know we gotta support our girl right man got tune in to see mm-hmm. see what trump gonna be talking about uh arian f says as a christian i and plus i mean that show we you know ray might get locked up in jail we don't know trump is just ah! a whole different level Animal. of psychopath you know i don't want to we're gonna have her doing collect calls to the podcast i mean i don't know what's gonna happen Me either. um arian f says as a christian i guess i should be offended by your theatrical retelling of the story of lot but it was 100 percent accurate i read the chapter okay i know what i was talking he about he didn't know the other dude didn't know what he was talking about that's like mad yeah Shit up actually i think it was joe but whatever same thing uh if i had to, if, ah! if i had read the ride nose version of the bible as a child maybe i would have been more interested also your bridge story reminded me of the jesus play that Issa and her friends went on uh, went to on insecure oh yeah that was actually pretty good um you know i actually would if, if they would have taught us that in um in sunday school maybe i would have stuck around a little longer you know the the Issa ray version Nigga, why hast thou forsaken me? You said you was loyal, but you wasn't. You said you was faithful, but you a lying ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bamil seventy three says this episode is somewhat monotonous. I mean, momentous. I said monotonous. Uh, this episode is somewhat momentous as it marks the day that Rod, for the first time ever, says something I violently disagree with. Usually, Karen and Rod may say something that I may have to think about, and usually I end up being on the same side of the issue because the tipping morrows are nothing if not reasonable motherfuckers. However, <clears throat> however, Stephen A. Voice. <laughs> on this day rod says something so egregious so atrocious so shocking and intolerably scandalous that i audibly gasped and daintily clutched my heart while talking about kendrick the kendrick track xxx rod said i usually hate you too you hate you too he could have said i don't listen to or i'm not a big fan of but he said hate i don't know what to say you too taught me that white music can entertain me too that preaches self-absorbed and self-righteous post-punk rock can coexist in my cassette collection along with Big Daddy Kane, Bob Marley, Public Enemy, and Eric B. and Rakim. This means from now on, whenever I describe TBGWT, I'm legally obligated to say I may not agree with everything they say, but, well, I'm sorry to, <laughs> I disappoint. I'm sorry to happen to you, buddy, you know, what can I say? I don't like that boring ass shit, man. You two is not my jam. I remember when they did the Super Bowl, I was like, ew, these niggas, I can go get a snack. Um, do you watch Underground? Yes, no, not yet, but I want to. 42% of y'all do watch it. 17% said, nah, you don't watch it. And 40% said, not yet, but you want to. Um, which I don't know. I think maybe Hulu you can stream Underground, if I'm not mistaken. I think you can. It's a great time to catch up. Yeah, but, it uh, is it's a really good show excellent show jaggy says i don't want you to watch underground but i will watch the harry tubman episode that y'all talk about yeah enjoy yeah, that you can actually watch that and not trying to find standalone and not watch anything else that's true uh silverback server says i need to start binge watching it i'm letting down our ancestors <laughs> love y'all's cur- coverage of it thank you thank you baby <laughs> let down the ancestors if that's all it took can you imagine just slaves in heaven looking down at us like this nigga won't even watch underground all the, all the shit we've been through right oh man you see what your look at your ancestors up to Mm -mm -mm. this is what happened um 
i mean your descendants look what your descendants up to watching motherfucking empire they won't even put it put it on nigga change the channel put it on underground <laughs> uh d ramsey ph dunn says on uh, episode uh 1426 half-assed apologies uh five stars tyrese can kick rocks as far as i'm concerned uh because she uh d ramsey wasn't feeling that apology uh Tyrese. tanya w42 says i totally agree about people criticizing your you you using for using the phone in a restaurant or a bar i mean talking on the phone would be rude i think but other than that i have no idea why it bothers people so much i can't tell you how many times my boyfriend and i have been using our phones and tablets and some wise ass comes up and says are you texting each other uh thanks for letting me vent i feel you yeah uh and you know i think for some people they take their personal views on that and want to interject it on you because not trying funny some people have the personality but they have to be the center of attention or either they feel like if you're not a lot of people think phone and texting is very not not personal mm-hmm. and so they feel like you know you know how you have people you text and they don't never respond and then they call you and you don't ever pick up and then they wonder why y'all don't communicate because like you ain't gonna give so i ain't gonna give either um and it's one of those things too well sometimes you're just boring you want to know um one of the things that happened to me last week me and karen at this restaurant which oh my god it might be my favorite restaurant uh in charlotte now friends filling station mm. it's so guys it's it's absolute crack it's delicious like i want to go back just to keep trying until i get everything on the menu because it's that good anyway we was there and i was reading um comic books like i do sometimes when we go out to lunch or dinner with karen and you know karen sometimes karen will let me read and then sometimes she'll just talk through me reading anyway um but either way like she was letting me read this time and i was reading something and the person came on was like "Ooh, uh and i forget what book she named but it was was something it was something i wouldn't read in a million fucking years oh she said oh the far side now i think it was a tank yeah okay because i was reading star wars so i think she really did think star wars but said the far side so i turned to like i said i, I, I said yeah so she said yeah ooh, far the far side and i turned around i was like uh okay i said nah it's, she said you reading far side i said no it's actually star wars and then she just like walked away like she didn't even say like oh okay that, or any i was like why just leave just, us, just leave us alone yeah and sometimes i think your tablet and something funny it just draws people attention they see the colors they just feel like they are obligated to talk to you for some reason because you have it out at any rate um that shit is annoying uh amani says fuck jeffrey lord fuck the cnn producers for keeping him employed and fuck jeff zucker for encouraging this both sides bullshit and fuck don lemon for performing whatever blackness gets him paid he knew better this whole time but now it's profitable to speak out against trump and his supporters so he can see the jig again fuck out of my face love y'all though appreciate the grind for real thank you yeah i'll be feeling like don lemon um like don lemon specifically is a person that definitely knew better the whole time but knew that playing the middle to piss off as many people as possible goes viral way more than um keeping it righteous and now that it's a republican administration he feels comfortable coming quote unquote coming back home but i'll never trust that nigga again uh anonymous says i think winter bumbleland is a playoff of winter wonderland but like you said it's april and we know cali don't get no damn snow so yeah it's stupid uh and then we had the poll and uh we had two comments and the poll was easy which apology was better um tyrese lovey or they were both even it was some interesting results here guys because Ty- lovey got 15 percent 
tyrese got 15 percent, and then they were both even got 70 percent. so i guess we have to go with they were both even you know some people were trying to say like oh one was better than the other but i don't know man that's pretty even right there which if you thought one was terrible then that it seemed like you would be both saying they both were terrible then right. Uh, which is funny because somebody told me when they saw the apology uh, from Tyrese online, it was like this is just like Lovey's apology or something. And I was like, it was. Um, I, I hadn't ever, I hadn't seen them both at the time. I was like, oh man, that's an interesting comparison because if I was getting compared to Tyrese, I'd probably be like, no, I, no, 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 I want to do better than Tyrese. Yeah, I got, I, I, I got the least do a little bit better. Yeah, Brooklyn Shoe Babe says I'm not sure who Lovey is. <laughs> Did you not listen to any of the other shows? What is happening? I mean, she, <laughs> she might just know from us talking. You know oh, what I'm okay. Because a lot of people might not be in the, you know, on the internet like that to actually know who she. She is. might not run in them circles. Right. Uh, I'm not sure who Lovey is, so more of the Tyrese drama came up on my news feed. I feel like I, oh, okay, I can see what you said. I feel like I saw his disrespectful comments 100 times. Jawan says, you're a goddamn genius. You started to play old girl's cover of Redbone, and I was gonna let Becky cook until she apologized in advance for cursing. I immediately pulled over on my way home, cause I needed to hear which word she was, had to apologize for. That pause before creeping was comedy gold. But she still gets a hundred, cause I'm fucked with peace. Yeah. yeah. The kazoo. Yeah, that was literally amazing. <laughs> amazing whiteness in that, in that rendition. Um. Come on, you can't say the words ring. I know been singing that song. Yep. we had episode 1427 living under terror uh which not necessarily the funniest episode <laughs> but uh i think we had a lot of stuff that needed to be said and I, I specifically you know had a lot of stuff i wanted to say and i appreciate karen for letting me say it and get it kind of get it out there um uh, maya b says this is going to be a long one but it's definitely one that's relevant in regards to violence against women big trigger warning for those who are sensitive because i'm about to talk about coercion attempted rape and revenge porn maybe a week ago my school's japanese club took a trip to nashville for a cherry blossom festival me and my two young friends let's call them b and cal rode with one of the advisors of the program and and an upperclassman and they wanted to get pizza at this fancy place before we headed home back to kentucky the dinner was nice and fine and we got to finally bond with some upperclassmen but the subject suddenly turned to the visiting group of japanese students that came to our university for a month apparently the group that came was so weird and strange that one of the senseis was informed on how weird the boys were acting me and b knew exactly what they were talking about because b had a strange run in with one of them dudes seriously met her during one during one of our sanctioned japanese practice times and by the night uh he went to her dorm room and went uh can you be my girlfriend however we didn't know why he was so fucking weird until that night on the car ride home Danny, the upperclassman riding with us, told us that dude had essentially created a revenge porn video of fellow, a fellow Japanese student, a female student, giving him head, and proceeded not only to show it to the males in his travel group, but the upper-class Japanese majors as well. Wow. This was something we didn't know about. I thought the worst was him basically trying to pull B's clothes down and trying to force her to have sex with her, force her to have sex with, I guess, her him because he knew i wasn't with her i live off campus danny continues to say that he stalked one of her friends who was a former student but she recently graduated danny said that he he wanted to just take pictures with her friend and her friend told him to leave her alone and that he is creeping her out b came to the realization that 
what happened to her was attempted rape and that nothing was her fault but that was a huge heaviness over the japanese girl who was involved because we did not give her the resources to help her process through her trauma for quick clarification being the other girl are white and most of the girls this predator tried to go after were white girls in the japanese program sadly this was a bit of a pattern during that month but thankfully nothing was on this level of severity i'm so sorry this ran long but it's a story that's sadly relevant that should not have happened to anyone but yeah here we are thank you maya yeah man and like i said it just comes back to that same thing right who can you trust how are you supposed to feel safe around somebody how you you know when people go in on women for having their guards up and call them bitter and all this shit you know yeah, it's so ridiculous smiling. yeah not not no not even just because they're not smiling i'm saying for they call women bitter for pointing out obvious shit that they go right. through right you know when women are like yo you can't really trust men because you don't know which one of these motherfuckers is the crazy one and then it's like these bitter bitches you know what i mean like it's it's obvious it's like how dare you see the truth the same way i get called racist for being like well white people do some fucked up shit in the past whoa 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 you know what i mean like you bitter black person you you racist so uh yeah man it's, it's technique yeah same technique brooklyn shoe babe says i was listening to your podcast on the way to work and when you mentioned that you are constantly living under the threat of terror a shiver went through me i i am too but on so many levels i work in a public library we get all types coming through here angry people mentally disturbed people homeless people kids parents depressed folks and all types of regular folks you never know when uh what you're going to get or what is going to get set someone off there have been library staff hit threatened or followed to their cars and sometimes being a female librarian is even worse you sit at a desk facing the public and you're told to be polite and the customer service is the number one priority so you have all types of men coming on to and flirting with you and trying to ask you on a date yeah that 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 sexy librarian um stereotype gotta be in a lot of these men's heads too uh, sometimes you can brush it off but sometimes it could just go left and like when men holler at women on the street so now that i'm divorced and don't wear a wedding ring i feel even more vulnerable a lot of not trying to find a lot of women even though they're divorced they still some of them actually just so they won't be harassed actually continue to wear their wedding ring mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and it's women that aren't married and wear a wedding band just for that same reason yeah because for some reason when you because when you don't have wedding band it's a problem because i know um i think one day and I didn't even think about this at the time. I had uh, took my ring off to clean it, and I think something happened with my car, and we had to call AAA. And the AAA man came up there, and I didn't pay it any attention, but I was think looking at this man because he was just talking to me, and he said something about, uh, uh, "Do you have a man or something?" Like that. I was like, "Yeah, I'm married, you know." But then I looked at my hand, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I ain't got my band on." But I was like, "Oh, okay, you seen I ain't have a wedding band on." And I'm a woman, and you just automatically, because he was a black man, automatically look mm. at that as a target, as a way to hit on me, versus, for, it don't deter all men, but for some men, because it's their property thing. They see a ring on, they assume that you're somebody else's property, and not out of the respect for you, but out of the respect for that man, they won't fuck with you because they feel like you're already quote-unquote owned or claimed or you're already bought. Um... And so, like I said, I've heard a lot of women, like I said, even though they get divorced and you might want to do this, not trying to be funny, they still wear their wedding band. And you have a lot of single women that still wear their wedding band. And I have single uh, friends who actually live alone. And what they do is that they actually buy old, uh, men boots. 
and they mm-hmm. actually take them and scuff them and dirty them up and murder them up and all that stuff and then they actually set them outside their door like they have a pair in the front and a pair in the back and periodically they'll bring them in and they'll set them out just so they can have the appearance of that there's a male in the house with you it's sad that you have to go to that extent but you don't know who, which one of your neighbors are watching you yep um and you're right it's all about that ring means oh there's some man somewhere that i have to it's property it's oh that's a man's property okay my bad i'll step off um and that's for the people that you know acknowledge that um uh, she also says active shooter situations scared the shit out of me and some of my colleagues when you hear the cases of people shooting up movie theaters planned parenthood clinics and schools what's stopping someone from shooting up a library especially in this trump era where most public libraries are effectively are actively against everything he represents some days i can push through and not think about it some days i need to take my anti-anxiety medication yeah i mean if it's any consolation i think the only reason people would shoot up a library is because uh in trump's america people are too stupid to read so they probably don't go you know right. they're like oh i probably would only catch a couple people in there um uh the only day i was at the city uh, the other day i was on the city bus i lost my balance and bumped into this old white guy when i went to apologize he elbowed me in the ribs twice then i yelled at him not to touch me and he pushed me when i yelled again he raised up his forearm and bashed me in the head i'm 44 years old i've been riding the bus on the train for 30 plus years and i never had anyone threaten me with physical violence i don't want to say it was racial but at my core i feel like it was since i was the only black person on the bus and the part of brooklyn i live in went to trump who takes a forearm to a woman um yeah man and like what are you supposed to do and like 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 roger said for a lot of people trump getting elected literally activated like it for a lot of racist people they was like oh i can act a motherfucking fool and i won't be shamed and nobody will call me out and i guarantee y'all wasn't the only two people on this bus so all them other white folks didn't nobody tell him you ain't got nobody doing that to her and that's also that thing where anybody could be like oh it's probably not about race i mean he's just a jerk he's probably mean to everybody he's an old white man who knows what it was but you know deep down you know you're like yeah that was racial right because if it had been a white woman he wouldn't have done that to her yeah a lot of people would find some way to excuse it or something or to be like you can't know for sure did he call you a nigga but you know i know this email was long and i'm very sorry i wrote all you don't have to pop this i wrote all that to say i understand where you're coming from Rod. I, i'm also glad you're one of the few men that i know in real life or online that sympathizes with the unique dangers women face yeah it's interesting because i feel like a lot of dudes do know and understand innately but they feel like if they admit it they're losing some sort of philosophical ground mm-hmm. and the reason you know is because men are the number one haters of men right if you have a daughter the first thing you dread is the time that she's gonna have to deal with men if you have a wife you worry about her safety when she leaves the house not because of women because of men um if you have sisters a mother whatever the people that you actually care about and i and i and i and for the record i understand people hate when people say like your mama your sister your daughter but you, you have, have to go to. where people are sometimes yeah, you have to and i understand people want to have a highfalutin philosophical debate and have everybody understand yeah, that women are human beings but mm-hmm. but for the record a lot of men have to be reached at the point where they think about the people that they feel are under their protection right the people that if you touch them i will do something to you some of them feel that way about those people but not other women Mm -mm. um and and not other people you know there's people that you know just like churches and shit there's people that go well our gay people you better not fuck with them 
but then they get in the pulpit every sunday and talk about how they hate gay people essentially um so anyway the point being um men know how fucked up men are but they are men so then they want to have it both ways of like no 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 we're not dangerous it's not that it's just one every once in a while somebody does something crazy but it's not really a a reflection of all men but they worry about all men when you leave the house they don't say i'm just worried about a couple of dudes no they they know it only takes one dude to put that person they love in serious harm and danger they worry about uh that's why does every why do men have this big stereotype of when someone wants to date their daughter they gotta meet them and then they gotta threaten them and all that shit why are you threatening them if men are so safe if it's only a couple if it's nothing to worry about why is it this point to make this intimidating meeting with this young person to be like hey i will hurt you if you do something to my daughter why are we doing that you know what i'm saying like it's not like we say we only do that to certain people and almost every man that dated a woman that has been introduced to a family has had that moment where some family member has threatened them or pulled them to the side and told them how to treat this woman like we've all had that moment men fucking know it's what makes it infuriating the same way white people know white people are fucked up and racist white people know yet there's an investment in a lot of white people to say a not me and b not everybody right like there's an event like they will spend more time trying to dissuade you from knowing and seeing the racism you've experienced in your life to gaslight you they spend more time doing that than they will actually be like you know what this is fucked up like no nigga you might not be in the alt right but you see it's a real thing and the people that comprise it are white people so don't come to me and tell me this ain't white people these motherfuckers white when they walk out the house they still white they don't opt in when they log in and then log out and it's like oh not really a white person i don't know which one of them is you and which one of them is them so i gotta be careful around all the people well that's kind of the same way i'm sure women have to feel if not worse um like i said it's happening to women more violence towards them than we can say even towards men you know i mean towards black people all right uh tanya 3000 says this would definitely go down as a classic rod and karen i love this episode so thoughtful thorough and honest and then some belly laughs at the end keep it up rod and karen y'all are doing it right thank you thanks tanya d ramsey ph dunn says rod and karen timely podcast good to know that at the end of the day you you have we have you two to keep us woke and informed five stars thank you thank you b says thank you for speaking on violence against women i can't say much more on that right now but please know you your visible vocal support is appreciated now about this restaurant review i was so tickled by the interpretation of the menu that i had to look this place up and add it to my list of places to check out when i'm in town i have touch i have a touch of the fancy but i also have but i also pre-google oh yeah see i don't pre-google no we don't pre-google we just we just show up i, I guess that's why everything is a surprise well you know it's normally uh, normally i'm fine this is the yeah. one this is an area that i just am not familiar with me either uh watching the chef series on netflix has flipped my foodie switch great episode fed my soul multiple ways p.s watching the horses run chinko teague is on my va bucket list i have no idea what that means watching the horses run chinko teague is on my oh is oh it, virginia is on my va bucket list okay yeah yeah because that was one of the like it was like you can get uh what's this chinko teague version i'm like i don't, I don't know, know what this means i don't know what the hell that is chinko teague sound like a nigga that used to be in uh camp low <laughs> <laughs> it's me gigi suede so and I'm, it's me chinky teague <laughs> chinko teague i'm assuming it's like a horse race all right i'm just saying uh cassie <laughs> <laughs> he remember didn't make it 
<laughs> oh, we gotta drop him. And it's Chinko T with the yachty and the bombie. <laughs> like, you know, they used to be making shit up. Uh, <laughs> the Bacardi Salsa. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a word scramble. Y'all niggas know about Camp Low? I don't know if y'all know about Camp Low. This, them, them niggas, uh, I, they some verbocious ass niggas, man. I don't know. Vocabulations ass motherfuckers. I don't know that Camp Low is necessarily that any of that shit made sense, uh, to be honest. But, uh, they made a song called Lucini, if y'all hadn't heard that. Um, my favorite song they made is a song called Sparkling, which is, uh, uh, off the hook i remember they played that during a dance in my freshman year at fayetteville state uh dj kid capri came through and he just had like this amazing like set of tracks but that motherfucking sparkling came on i was like i thought i was the only nigga that listened to this (laughs) and everybody was jamming and they always had great horns Strangers in paradise, hobo flash, sugar cane, alley gas, slow and parade with the black space, cavassiate, spilling on the rocks, intoxicating the setting dolls for this stop. Now, what does that mean? Does anybody know what that means? Mm-mm. Nobody knows what that means. But that beat goes and you just start swaying. Mm-hmm. The midnight, this glass got me right. Only left no light and drown in the modon. On to the disco. Cisco got me laced. Squatch a half a court. Then he and Jacob Chase. Bronx, Michelinese. Call us big fellas. Diamond crook of vintage. Sheba doll stillers. Give me session. Uh, nobody knows what that means. Mm-mm. Anyway, those are my niggas, though. Um, so, uh uh casey six seven policies i have to first and foremost say uh thank you both for speaking about domestic violence my mother is a victim from her first husband before i was born and also in college my aunt's boyfriend was abusive and when my mother stepped in to put it to an end she ended up in the hospital i see how it has really had an impact on her relationships with men she definitely struggles with her man now i think it's so important to talk about how it really is an epidemic in this country and really all over the world yeah man how do you trust the people I, I can't imagine i just i honestly can't imagine man like if karen one day stabbed me i don't know how i then go back to just trusting every other person ever in my life again but there are women that you get married you you know people because it's not the abuse typically isn't even that like this nigga's just on 10 all the time it's it's this this loving shit and then sometimes they turn around and abuse you and then it's apologies and all this stuff um so that's part of it but also just more importantly i'm not even just talking about domestic violence i'm just talking about violence against women from men i don't know how we can watch it unfold and then at the same time blame women for protecting themselves or being cautious or quote-unquote bitter and all this other shit or women speaking out against it we get mad at them you feminists i hate these feminists they always outraging it's like or is it justified you know are we saying that against um you know whenever there's a a person that speaks out on racial issues matter of fact when the same women speak out on racial issues we don't have a problem with them you know like if jamela lemieux is just talking about something dealing with racism against black people the same people will share her articles they'll retweet her they'll at her appreciate you sis the second that she then goes and also 
within our community we have this issue and this issue then it's fuck you see you bitter bitch i don't like her it's that shit and it's and and it's something you know it's something fucked up in people to make them do that um all right so casey six seven impala goes on to say um on a lighter note i love when you two talked about your experience at the restaurant i used to work at whole foods and everything you named on the menu at the restaurant was it was and is sold at whole foods no wonder it was so expensive ain't that the truth i've never been in whole foods we got a whole foods over there in the south park and it be jumping and i'm like i'm good you never been in whole foods Mm-mm, not nope Mm-mm. so where we go trader joe's or something mm-hmm. we, yep we never been to whole foods mm. at least i've never been to whole foods I don't, I don't know why i feel like i've been to whole foods ago so anyway uh it reminds me of that market we used to have across the street when we lived off of oh, providence that shit was expensive as fuck but it was so so good, good. Um, oh my gosh everything was fucking 10 times as much but it was the best meat like i can't explain it i don't know if they had the slaves in the back fresh off the crop but motherfucker that shit was delicious well see the secret is um you it costs more and you get a little bit less so it's, it's like double the it's like here are uh, you know it, this, these are pita chips that are made of kale or some weird shit like that mm-hmm. um and you're like wow this is so expensive because it's six dollars for pita chips made of kale but also it's half of what the size of a bag should be so it's like double the fucking uh you're dealing with double the shit right but you eat them and you'll be like oh my god this shit is delicious yeah it was so but it do be good though it do be good when you can when you can afford it when you can afford it um uh but yeah she also says when i worked there i tried all kinds of foods i never heard of mostly good but the worst was chard chard is nasty and no salt pepper seasoning at the table oh lord guess the race of who made your food oh that was white oh yeah that was white i appreciate the polarity of this episode ended on a good note peace and love yeah no problem man couldn't just leave y'all crying Mm, we had to talk about that because that was an experience i was like we got to share this with y'all um the poll was did y'all know what all that stuff on the menu was because yes, i didn't uh the, and i didn't know we had horse races and all kinds of shit on that menu i didn't know the options were yes i'm super cultured and stuff <laughs> or no i'm a regular degular schmegular like y'all 64 percent of our audience is regular degular schmegular like us uh so they didn't know and 36 percent of y'all knew what all that shit was props to y'all man brooklyn shoe babe says i knew maybe one or two of those things you're talking about i like i like regular old dinner food i don't even know what category they were falling to american food <laughs> i don't know shit niggas eat is what i call it no, right I, I don't know really dark knight says i'm gonna ride on this one i will just go fake bougie with google on the phone while the waiter is away i tried that's the other thing nobody was in the restaurant but us because we went at the off time so i didn't even have time to be like well she'll check some other tables i can google and she was training another waitress so they was dead they was double the everything okay you mean some more drinks no, no, no. So it was two of them right right and and y'all the waters the water glasses were so small they had to come back every couple minutes it's like you take a sip of water they're like Shh, here you go y'all ready to order yet yeah, like i I'm, you see i have my phone i'm still googling the fuck is this you shit see this is like german to me ma'am all right jane m says i knew a few of those things but only because i watch an obscene amount of cooking shows i never actually tasted them i'd fake it too because i hate being embarrassed lol i know and it wasn't even like the typical like oh um i don't know sucker tash i've heard of that but i don't know what it is exactly right. they, it, this was like 
and you can we needed to know the whole tutorial on like everything yeah and the thing is it's not like you could do context clues because sometimes certain things mm-hmm. you can kind of just read the ingredients and kind of get an idea but it wasn't in context i don't know that i don't but shit i just don't know what this is right like sometimes things sound like something else right. or the combination of two things and you're like oh that's what that is and then sometimes it's just it's like fancy with words right so yeah um we had a episode fourteen twenty eight, robert ducky where we had three guys on and mm-hmm. we discussed a bunch of stuff it's a rambling i love that this podcast was after that other serious ass podcast because like halfway through this podcast we like so who would you rather accidentally get pregnant outside your marriage i mean ah! think about it guys phd professional woman or a stripper i mean, I mean who's to say who will get your coin the best you know uh so ridiculous hey, anyway we love those guys man i'm glad they we were on do. prof Corey says now that's why i watching the video even when i'm late is worth it seeing that little girl randolph's daughter uh princess oh, was precious seeing that little girl and the jokes uh about what y'all were talking about when she walked in was hilarious <laughs> yeah she came out of nowhere right everybody was like oh, 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 oh wait a minute wait a minute everybody had the same reaction oh oh <laughs> how how are we doing uh how things in barbie land i don't know <laughs> what your children talk about How's your counsel baby all right uh the poll was easy who will you get more money out of having Melo's baby uh a a, prof- a professional woman with a phd b an exotic dancer or c lala because she getting half five percent of y'all said woman with a phd and exotic dancer was 10 percent of y'all so i and i lean more towards that like people think like i think phd lady you might be able to say maybe it's more of a relationship possibly if he's into that respectability shit because these dudes do seem to fuck sex worker type women and not seem to have a level of respect for them you know these instagram model people you can almost keep your marriage going because it's like well of course he fucked the instagram model but he don't love her and the threat to the marriage of you know this this woman that you know is quote-unquote respectable in a lot of people's eyes might seem to be more uh to people you know involved in the marriage like lala might be like this nigga is gone um but i think when it comes to getting them coins though you know i feel like the blueprint for these instagram people it's, it's right there you got to go get your coins you know i think they can run your pockets at any rate everybody agreed 85 percent of people said la la because she getting half and that's the absolute damn truth mm-hmm. i seen them tears in her eyes after that they people been passing that picture around and all i heard was not gonna cry i don't know what they prenup look like but if it ain't ironclad this nigga about to come up off all that guap mm-hmm. if it's a cheating cause in there where it's like if he cheat you can get half and it's gone uh then we had episode 1429 big meanie poopy head and d ramsey said thank you for playing queens another one by dust five stars mm-hmm. anonymous said rodney can it's been a minute i've written uh since i've written in and left a comment your girl that's right we're friends lol got a new position at work and training had me hella busy and behind on episodes but i persevered and through these earbuds and looking busy i'm all caught up i had started an email about 
i mean after about the third paragraph i decided against it because ain't nobody got time for all that i've been enjoying all the shows as usual and just wanted to let you guys know keep them coming on another note i'm over here millie rocking to another one bites the dust in celebration of bill oh shut the fuck up being fired keep up the great work and karen i'm going to send you some luggage for your trip but the catch is i'll be in it have a great weekend (laughs) love you both tiffany thank you i don't know how y'all gonna get past uh security i don't know because they scan they're like oh man you know it's not the body in here and you definitely gonna you definitely gonna get caught because uh whatever chemicals is in your hair it, they it's gonna, gonna pick it up you know, it's a bomb or it's a black woman <laughs> right because they treat us the same black woman is the bomb is what i'm saying ao says i appreciate your point about the male maryland lawmakers also being biased if i know one in four women has been sexually assaulted and those assaults are happening mostly by men then there's a significant portion of the male population who are rapists slash sexual abusers the numbers are hard to pin down but let's assume one in ten ten percent of men have engaged in the action that would fit the definition of rape or unwanted sexual advances it means probably one of the men on the panel has forced themselves onto a woman they men have an invested interest in keeping this oppressive law in in place because it protects them and any abusive behavior that they may engage in or be accused of additionally the consequences is if i live in maryland and know this law exists that i'm forced to live with the daily reminder of my victimization and i have to invite the perpetrator into my life i'm probably not going to report an assault because i don't want to deal with the bullshit right bingo bingo how many women are going to be like i'm just not going to report it so i can get this pregnancy terminated uh, I do not. I do wonder if they're making these men pay child support when a woman is forced to carry the term. Yeah, but then they're being like, and he has to be involved in the decision making for this child. It's 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 sick. It's really sick. Um, and that was a great point you pointed out. And I would even say ten percent is being very generous because you have to think about it. We know that most rapes are not. Uh, most sexual assault, rape, sexual harassment goes unreported correct so that percentage has to be much higher than 10 percent much higher you know i just say how does everybody from everybody that you talk to and know at some period of time has heard some woman family member aunt cousin somebody been sexually assaulted particularly i know women talk to each other so you got all these women right most grown women that i've talked to that in their 20s and 30s and up have had some form of sexual assault um or attempted sexual assault sexual harassment like you like it's something sexual <laughs> mm-hmm. with women yeah women know that's just like black people know racist shit happens more than other people we know we talk to each other we experience it we know and it's we have no investment in denying it for the most part um but you know that's what happens thanks al janica says when y'all were talking about mary j blige and karen said you need more people baby i hollered anyway i'm waiting on strength of a woman patiently aren't we all mm-hmm. uh she might be this might be the first album where she just called that nigga out by name <laughs> be like and can do you did me wrong be like that's, damn that's gonna be the name of the title uh and I mean, the, the title of the song the name of the title of the song uh and the poll was easy do you think bernie still returns killer mike's phone calls yes six percent of y'all thinks he do and 94 mm-hmm. percent of y'all are much more realistic that nigga ain't calling killer mike back mm-hmm. he blocked that number he don't come up he like who who is michael that's what he be saying now um all right man let's get to some voicemails we had quite a few um and uh all of them came in right around you know the three minute like three minutes or less so we appreciate y'all listening to and following instructions 
Uh, all right, here we go. Rod and Karen, Karen and Rod, listen, this is Chi Chi from Cleveland calling in. Your episode, I'm literally still at the beginning of your Sunday episode uh, about apologies with Lovey and Tyrese. And once I started hearing Tyrese talking about, you know, my mom didn't raise me like this, this, that, and the third, Tyrese is a 40-plus-year-old man. Listen, I know our mothers, you know, have are integral to the way that we are raised, but I absolutely love the fact that Karen sat there and said, um, no, please stop using your mother as a shield. Karen, you took the words straight out of my soul and onto your podcast. I swear to you, you owe me some coins, but I, I'm going to let you pass. I'm going to let you make it. No, but seriously, Karen, the fact that Tyrese, in his apology, was, had to bring in his mom and, and talk to her, talk, talk about, excuse me, how she, you know, didn't raise him like this, it, it, it really reminds me about how, for many black men, their proximity to women is judged by their mother, their sister, or their wife, and not just women as human beings. And I just, hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I just absolutely appreciate the fact that you actually spoke that word and you said it out loud and you are reminding our male listeners that uh, we don't care about your mama. Mm-mm. We care about you speaking on behalf of all women because you did not call your mama a Caesar or a hoe. Right. You didn't call your mama all of these negative names. You're talking to women in general. So your apology should really be focusing on women in general. So I just have to call you guys Stop my laundry right now here on this Easter Monday and sit down here and talk to my sister Karen and my brother Rod about their phenomenal podcast. You guys are amazing. Um, I know I called a couple weeks ago when you guys were talking about my other Nigerian sister, Chimamanda, and now we got Lovey. And listen, I swear, listen, we going to do better. We're, we're, <laughs> we going to wrap us, you know, wrap us up in the blood of the Lord. We going to do better as Nigerians. But, um, I just really appreciate the work that you guys do. You are all phenomenal, and I can't wait to keep listening. All right? Bye. Um, thank you, baby. Yeah, thank you. Um, and, yeah, that, Karen pointed that out right away, man. Because women get tired. I know I get tired of that. Women get tired of niggas saying fuck shit and put up my mama. I don't give a goddamn about your mama. What right. you said wasn't about your fucking mama. Right. Although, if I was that dude's mama, I'd be like, thank you. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> like if you say that shit i need the first thing to come out your mouth my mama didn't tell me this good because i don't have nothing to do with your punk ass stupid right. opinion you probably got cussed out by your mama too that week right and just like you know how people uh joke about uh mlk pokemon that's how they, that's how a lot of black women, men do their mama i choose you mama and they won't throw you up there and act like your mama's not is supposed to be a shield for me not cri- uh, like critiquing your ass fuck well, that yeah what's scary to me is uh the opposite I like he used it the opposite way that I would think a man who was trying to use it for protection would do, which is, well, my mama taught me this. So how you gonna be mad at me? I learned it from a woman. A lot of dudes do that. Like if you say something they say is fucked up or regressive or whatever, patronizing, they'll be like, well, my mama taught me as opposed to every woman ain't your mama. You know what I mean? This was to me, like to a certain extent, like I said, it was better than what I would have expected from him which i guess isn't saying much but what, ah! what, what can i say i have very low expectations for tyrese good morning guys this is shelly from new york how are y'all doing great i'm um, calling because 
I'm walking to work, and we just broke her uh, white people news. <laughs> and this young lady doing this acoustic version of Red Bull. <laughs> the pause before creeping. Oh, laughed so loud. Made the white man see the next me on the corner jump. <laughs> Thank you so much for this beautiful Tuesday morning <laughs> and that lovely intro to my day. I hope you guys had a beautiful Easter. And you hear me walking. Woo. Walking these New York streets, boy. It's tough. <laughs> All right, y'all. Save last love what you guys do. Uh, can't wait to hear more. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Oh, bye bye, baby, and I'm glad you're getting fit with that walking. I like that she just had such a uh, such a good laugh. She had to call to be like, "Oh my God, y'all almost killed me! Scared this white man." <laughs> right, he didn't know what was happening. <laughs> People were mad at me for playing that version, but come on, that shit was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kazoo alone was 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 enough to make you holler. Stay woke, creeping. Yes! That shit was good. That shit was so good. All right, next. Hey, Ryan Kenny, this is Jada. What um, up, Jada? I was just calling to make a couple of comments about the um, Tyrese incident. So uh, I am a Christian, um, but yeah, like the comments that you may write about, like a lot of this, you know, rhetoric um, against female sexuality um, is really rooted in religion, and I totally agree. Um, being, you know, um, a Christian. Um, for example, uh, I have a friend who has this, like, Facebook group, actually, that's centered around, like, Christian women trying to save themselves or, you know, up a marriage or to, um, maybe you're not a virgin now, but you're, like, continuing to abstain um, until you get married. And really, like, I made a comment in the group, and I was kind of like, you know, um, okay, you know, like, if you really believe in this, you know, because of what the Bible says. But I'm like, the problem that I have with it is that the church does not push it for men. Like, you know, even in the group, like, I mean, I could be very well be wrong, but I'm like, well, this is a safe space for women, I guess, to talk about their relationship troubles. But I'm like, is there a co-equivalent group, you know, for men that are, like, specifically like, hey, men, like, you know, zip it up until you know you get married or something you know and um she made the comment that you know every relationship that your partner is going to be weak in something and you're going to be strong in something you know whatever which i'm like it's true i said that's true i said but why is it in every single relationship practically that if the couple is trying to abstain that nine times out of ten it's like the woman who is wanting to abstain right and even if the man is christian also or muslim or whatever he's usually more so abstaining because like oh okay well i'm the woman who wants to abstain so i respect her i want to be with her so i want to do it but hey if she was down for it i was you know i would still be down for it so that's yeah really the problem the issue that i have um with my religion is that even in the church i feel like a lot of responsibility of quote-unquote abstaining is always put on the woman and that like you said before that men are never deemed as hoes or impure or you know what I mean or damaged goods or something if they've had a lot of sex or even if they're like sexually assaulted which is sad to say that a lot of women who even get raped when the religion is like that strong that oh well you've been raped now so even though it wasn't technically your fault 
like now your purity has been damaged so now you like it's just you can't get married to anybody but all right guys um love the show and wait to your feedback um yeah first of all thanks jada for calling in um and yeah i meant what i said man i a lot of misogyny and stuff is couched in religion that's where a lot of people learn it so where a lot of people pass it down and more importantly it's where a lot of it's validated um men's groups in churches don't concentrate nearly as much as women's groups in churches about keeping chaste about um sexuality other than don't be gay right um you know like it's very much a reinforcement of all the things that we consider to be toxic uh when it comes to, to to manhood and shit but yet because it's couched in religion it's okay you know like and and the thing is there are women that want those things from men too because that's what they've been told you know like i want a man that will protect me i want a man that is a provider i want a man that um takes charge and, and runs the house and shit like this but at the same time um that respect and stuff isn't often given back and with the realities of the real world where you need two incomes normally for people to make it work mm-hmm. and things of this nature you end up with women being subjugated and expected to to provide at the same time where it's like and especially in black relationships where it's very much like you need to go get a have a job as well and i'm gonna tell your ass what to do when you get home and i expect you to be cooking cleaning uh raising our kids all the shit that you know uh essentially this religion and patriarchy through whiteness has kind of taught us is what a woman's role is despite the fact that it's very unrealistic um so i think a lot of that stuff is justified through christianity and pretty much a lot of religions um and it's it's like i said it's weird because people will be mad at tyrese but go see they pastor every sunday who tells them what tyrese says and for some reason i guess it's just talking out of turn talking out of church where it's like well tyree's bringing it up during this fast and furious interview is more of a problem for people but you know eddie long bringing it up every sunday is not or whatever i don't know how that works and how people justify it in their mind religion is a very weird thing to me because it means a lot of people i know that are very open progressive liberal however whatever words you want to describe it they are religious and i wonder how they're able to make it work in their mind to maintain that belief while also essentially pushing back on some of the beliefs of the church and um even some of the belief things that are in the bible like they're while i do think a lot of churches go off script with all this hate talking shit there is there are there are thing there's evidence and there are words in the bible that inspire those hateful thoughts in some that ways and sometimes i use to justify those hateful thoughts and it always just makes me wonder how you can rationalize that while also recognizing how wrong that is to live in the world and it's not for me to answer because that's not my you know i don't know how they do it i'm just thankful that people do you know like i don't care if you go to church every sunday if you walk out of there and be like okay that's some bullshit we're not gonna be uh i'm not trying to stop people from loving each other in a marriage because they're same sex i'm not i'm just thankful that people are able to to see through that shit reverend barber is one of the most like passionate revolutionary spiritual minds uh in, in in at least in america and you know that dude got a church so to me that why some people would think well i guess you're saying church can be good what i'm saying is that means there's no excuse for church for these churches that are repressive 
there's no excuse because there's people that found a way to to be inspired by that book to to love and care about other people outside of them um so there's no reason to to think well this is just part of church and part of religion fuck that shit y'all gotta do better um all right let me go to the next session because uh i don't want to cut off the next email so give me a second y'all i'm gonna be right back okay stay woke creeping ah! they ain't gonna find you if you sleeping mm. all right call the audience okay and we are live and i'm inviting you back karen okay and there you go um let's go to the next voicemail hey rod and karen this is sakita bledsoe i'm from kentucky um i've never called in this is my first voicemail but i just had to let you guys know that your show has just giving me so much life like you have no idea how much i've grown how much i've evolved as a person while listening to your show And I just wanted to call and say thank you guys for that because all the voices that you hear in the world, to find voices of reason, you know, sprinkled with some laughter and even sometimes tears. Like, I just listened to the episode for Monday, you know, and I could hear the emotion and passion in Rod's voice when he talks about, you know, I can't even put it into words because I'm a little emotional right now thinking about that murderer and the guy that he murdered. (sighs) Anyways, I just wanted to call and let you all know that you all are awesome. Please keep doing what you do. I'm listening to you all the way in Kentucky. I try to spread the word to let everybody else know this is one of the best podcasts out there. Um, Take care. I love you guys. Oh, love you too, baby. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, that's the home of Mike Pence. So be careful out there in the streets. Be safe, baby. Speaking of women needing to be, be safe. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, definitely, man. I definitely feel like some days I'm like, this is why we do what we do. This is why we have the show that we have. This is why we had a following that we have, man. This is why we have the support, you know, when people send us stuff like there's a bunch of shows that need support and i and i do urge people to support the voices that they want to hear mm-hmm. um but sometimes i i think people don't realize with their show and when the stuff they say and the fact that they won't open their minds or even think about other people in some ways it limits what your show can be and it limits you as a person what you can be you know like i don't want to like i said i don't want to die believing the same shit you come in this world because when you come in this world you mostly know ignorance and while i do love me some good ignorance especially if it's black ignorance come on come on now i i mean i do love me some but i can't sit up here and be like because i love it it's right or it's okay or whatever you know like i said just in general stage pal probably my favorite if not best stand-up of my life can't navigate my life by what dave Chappelle says in the stand-ups he can't that that's not how my life works you know like that's the kind of thing so anyway the point being um 
when we do shows like that um i you know i thought all day about that show i thought two days about that show basically uh and kind of almost like not wanting to do it because i didn't want to basically have an hour or so of the show that's just not very funny and that is kind of serious that is uh to to what i know and i listen to a lot of shows but nobody else is talking about it that way except Mm -hmm. maybe women but that's kind of that's kind of because women have to talk about it that way but even at that point i hadn't heard any women speak on it i hadn't you know because it just happened literally the day before Mm -hmm. so i can only me and karen we can only give you our point of views you know like we can't predict what everybody else is gonna say some of our stuff we say i think it's popular some of it people think it's edgy or so uh, you know and i think some people probably think i'm fucking crazy mm-hmm. some of the shit i say like they probably think like that motherfucker's weird or whatever but um i feel like really compelled to be like uh to speak on certain things because it's like if i don't it really seems sometimes like it won't be people talking about it in any way that's meaningful um and like i said those are moments where i'm like this is why our show i'm glad to have our show because i would rather be the voice that i want people to hear than to be a person waiting around hoping somebody says it you know um Mm -hmm. so and yeah and man people showed me so much love because honestly man when i said that shit i wasn't sure how i was gonna go over i really expect a lot of people to kind of and maybe there are people that are like fuck that nigga i hate what he's saying he hate black men he hate us he hate himself all that maybe there are people that really do feel strongly that way but um i'll say the experience i had from people online and stuff man it was really overwhelming uh very supportive uh a lot of black men came through like man i appreciate what you're saying it made me think about this this and this it made me feel like i have things to work on um you know like that 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 was that mattered to me and then there was a lot of sisters that were like man i you know one sister told me uh you know i have a son that i hope he grows up with um you know the emotional intelligence um and you know thoughtfulness uh of you and i and that one was uh that was a lot because you know it's like i said man when you do this i I don't really think like that when we're doing the show i'm not Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna be an example and a leader you niggas need to listen to me i just think i want to give my opinion and my point of view in a way to be understood and like i said i want to understand other people and where they're coming from before really you know trying to like go in or whatever i would like to know what they where they're coming from and sometimes i think i have a good grasp on that and then i'll say what i have to say and other times i you know sometimes you get out here and you don't but uh like i said i really appreciate people showing me so much love um because i really had no idea how that shit was gonna go over and i could definitely see people you know like i think people always think of the isolation and loneliness and the 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 backlash against saying stuff like you know uh fuck fuck everybody i don't give a fuck i i said what i said but i a lot of times i don't feel that way i feel like well if you have some reasonable retort or something that i just didn't think of because i can't know everything maybe i can kind of see what you're saying you know but then if it's just you know fuck me just for existing i don't know what to say you know so uh I, but anyway I, I got nothing but a whole lot of overwhelming support man and even the people that i think didn't really uh, necessarily understand or didn't feel like they 
saw it that way for the most part they understood some level of like okay i i can grasp this point a little bit more and uh lastly i'll say this you know in this in this, in this entertainment world and the podcast world and all the stuff uh sometimes i feel so um defeated because the voices that get the biggest platforms and the most attention especially as a black man they're such regressive just ignorant voices sometimes and and it's like the people who choose who get on are mostly white people so the niggas they feel comfortable with are the ones who get on so i don't think it's any coincidence that somebody who is as messy as say charlemagne would get on i don't think it's a coincidence that charles barkley gets a show to talk about race i don't think it's all this shit feels like we're being gaslit as a people like like our pain makes for good ratings and it makes for good tv and and it hurts to watch the same people get put on a pedestal over and over and over again and the people that love us and represent for us and believe in the highest hopes of what we can be they get pushed to the side and they don't make it and they don't get the props and they don't get the writing uh the articles and they don't get guest spots on people's tv shows and shit but if the person goes out there and says some ridiculous shit like you know black people got privileged too or something that is the person that gets on and on a on a on a singular point of view like i can't blame them being motivated for their own money and stuff and and also oftentimes those people actually do believe those things but the thing is white people believe those things about us too which is why they say let's get charles barkley to show because he's gonna call all these protesters thugs and he's gonna say black lives matter is stupid and 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 all he's gonna say those things so that's why we want him to have the tv show about race despite the fact this motherfucker hasn't gone to school he doesn't read he didn't even know if slavery was quote-unquote that bad they will put that ignorant son of a bitch on television and let that dude talk and then you have people that are educated informed that have nuance that that see you know that that have different perspectives that that wish for people to you know mtv letting Charlemagne host that talk on race after the shooting of those police cop police in dallas like it's those moments where as a black man i get so fucking frustrated because the diversity in our voice is not there you know there's so it's so rare now i don't mind people stepping out of line like quote unquote i get it like Stephen a smith can't be blackity blacking on tv every fucking day some days he's gonna get it right and i'm gonna agree with him quote unquote and some days he's gonna get it wrong in my opinion and i'm gonna disagree with him that's more human the idea that we don't all fit but when you look around at that space and you see the opinions that many of them have the uh, the fact that 99 percent of the black people on tv when they talk about the word nigger have to come out and be like black people can't say it why like if you did an actual poll of blackness that is a at that is an outlier so who picks those people white people because white people don't feel comfortable with black people saying the n-word it's not a coincidence that all the people that get the job it's not a coincidence that van jones gets a job because he's the one person that says i believe white people can do better and they're not uh bad for voting for trump you know they're not racist they're not i believe in these people that dude gets the job i'm not against that dude because there are black people should be able to believe that but like i said when as a black man there's so many times where i look at the media voices and i'm like jason whitlock shouldn't have that platform but if he does why is there never another person with that platform that i go well at least this dude's out there too 
you know what i mean it feels like the real ones are far and few between sometimes and i don't want to concentrate too much on the bad ones because mike jamel bomani you know Jalen. like there's people out there that 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 talk and, and do keep it you know joy um but it feels like they have a much lonelier road it feels like they're promoted at a lot a much short smaller shorter pace and like i said as a black man sometimes it feels almost embarrassing because when when there are like when ray rice hits his wife and it's caught on video it's the black dudes going on the air going well women need to watch what they do you know i tell my sisters to be careful white dudes don't white dudes either mum silent or being like listen man you can't do that period no exceptions no explanations no nuance no sometimes no maybe you can't do that shit and they keep their job even if they don't believe that shit they keep their job because they're smarter than that and yet when you want somebody to say something kind of dumb and controversial without having any education on it a lot of times they go straight to the black dude man it's i mean i don't know how people can't see it maybe because they're not black dudes but you know when it's like they want somebody to come and shit on kaepernick it's normally some black dude getting the number one you know most attention for shitting on kaepernick because it's some nigga that's willing to do it you know and get all and white people can be behind them like yeah tell them jason you know that that they they are willing to do it so um anyway all that to say man i don't know how people are gonna receive what i say sometimes because i'm like i hope motherfuckers can understand where i'm coming from and they don't think that i'm crazy or or they gonna they need to come down on me because i'm like if these other motherfuckers can cook i feel like i should be able to cook too all right anyway sorry no next one's no <laughs> i know that was long sorry hello Rod and karen this is aisha aka Gypsy's mama on twitter and i was listening to the podcast today as i have been doing since i found out that i was like four months pregnant last year or the year before i guess like in 2015 and i got turned on to you guys or whatever and i want to start off by saying karen you are my cousin in my head um you are like mm-hmm. melted brown sugar on sweet potatoes and like honey butter on biscuits and i absolutely love you yes Thank ma'am you. and rod you sir oh my goodness your insightfulness and just everything you say is funny and sarcastic and all the word puns and <laughs> just oh my goodness sir you are extreme this like there's no words oh. or whatever and i've been saying i was going to call you guys or at least send an email for i don't know how long and so i finally got time to do it i get my baby a bath i'm making this bottles <laughs> and i'm sending you guys a message dude and i told uh rod that i would because he followed me on uh, twitter and i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> this is yeah this is something this is great this is yeah something serious is going you know going on there's a shift in the atmosphere and yeah it's going down yes sir so i want to thank you that and i want to thank you guys for you know just putting out the hits every you know all five days i'm not a premium member as of yet or whatever like i just had a baby so yeah that's a whole bunch or whatever but um yeah i listen to you know ron speak or whatever and you know the different you know uh topics that you guys talk about and um and I just, yeah, and I so, yeah, I so try to create an environment of open-mindedness and everything for my son. Even though my son, is, he just turned 10 months old or whatever, but I still want him to be as just progressive and open-minded and, 
not hyper-masculine and not misogynistic and not self-loathing. And I just want him to be, to grow up to be, you know, the great black man, Karen, that you have. And, um, yeah, I love you guys. I love your chemistry. Black love. Yay. Um, (laughs) I love you guys. You're my cousins in my head. And, you know, just be strong, stay blessed. And I love you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a good week. All right. Love you. Bye. Oh, love you too. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Yeah, no. First of all, Karen sounds delicious. Okay, <laughs> so like my description, I didn't get. I didn't. I wasn't like a, a well cooked steak. Uh, Karen, <laughs> Karen had brown sugar on sweet potatoes and stuff. Now, I'm hungry. which is actually delicious, right? Uh, and then uh, as far as following you on Twitter, uh, it must have felt the same way I felt when Post Big Fines followed me back on Twitter. Um, <laughs> shout out to Post Big Fines. Uh, okay, you are doing the Lord's work out there, guys uh but nah seriously thank you for uh calling in thank you baby uh i got two more messages hey rod and karen um this is data again um um a little bit behind on the episodes but i just got to the one with um talking about the violence against women and <clears throat> sorry i just really wanted to commend you guys on the um you know having the conversation <clears throat> um actually uh my recent like ex or whatever um he's exactly like the type of guy that you would describe and ride um i can't remember what it, you guys were talking about but you were saying something about previously on a show about like an opinion that black men had on something and like you know i asked him to listen to the show to be like you know this is what i'm talking about when i say black men have a certain like still have a certain like male privilege over black women and he said this like that exact thing of like oh these are just people on the internet that are just trolling and i'm like but i'm like actually people are tend to be more honest or what they really feel you know on the internet because of you know the anonymity and also um that's what i told him i was like you are acting just like white people act when we bring up racism because um, an example I was trying to give was like the whole, you know, when it came out about Feldman women being raised by Morehouse men right. and the schools basically just, you know, pushing underneath the rug. And he was like, oh, so um, black men have a privilege over women when, you know, when it comes to rape, you know, when it comes to rape. And, you know, he brought up about black men, you know, being falsely accused of rape by white women and like, you know, the over sexualization of you know, fetishized like a, a black man by white women or whoever. And I'm like, yeah, that's all in true, but it's not either or. I'm like, right. just because that happened doesn't mean that when black women, men attack black women, that, that that's not, you know, also um, a disparity there. I'm like, you know, prime example, the Grim Sleeper, and I forget the other guy's name, um, somebody but like they were prolific actually like black serial killers that were killing black women mainly ones that were either drug addicts or maybe prostitutes in like the 90s and Mm -hmm. 80s in uh, other places particularly los angeles and the reason why they were able to get away with it so um for so long was because the police didn't care oh it was just you know black women and oh they're drug addicts so you know they didn't like they were not doing a full-blown, you know, investigation. And so it really does um, just sadden me that, like, we have this issue and that, like, black men can't see that uh, 
they can't see that um, hypocrisy that they have against women, but that they can relate to racial issues. So I just really commend you guys for speaking out on it, and um, thank you so much for being so open about it. But all right, love the show. Bye. Oh, uh, thank you, Jada. Thank you, baby. Did um, you try handing them a Pepsi? Because that's what I do. Definitely now, everything. I tried to hand some Pepsi at the basketball court this morning, and uh, brothers wasn't feeling it this week. Uh, still got a Pepsi in the fridge right now, but you know what? I just Aww. call it. That's just my spare, you know. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, one of the things uh that uh that she brought up was just the fact that um, you know, even in a relationship, like this is a dude that claims to love you claims to want to be with you and you're talking to him and he can't hear you essentially he he like that must be so frustrating because to me that's not love if you can't listen to me you don't love me come on if you dismiss me and think immediately my problems aren't serious my point of view is quote-unquote emotional and you're the one that's logical and all that kind of shit where like emotions don't have a logic to it because there's not a problem with you with there's not a problem with someone being more prone to giving quote-unquote to their emotions than another person as but emotions have a logic too you know if you do blank there's normally a reaction of blank and we treat it like well that's women's shit but like i said men's emotions get validated all the time when we're stirred to anger people go what's wrong what happened why are you angry they don't say well you must be angry about nothing right like that's one of the parts about um you know when women talk to men in relationships one of the things that will often come up is how kind of condescending and patronizing and dismissive men can be of the very real concerns of women it's like she just need to get it out she just want to talk and you know it's it's definitely part of steeped in our culture and shit and it you know the running gag and joke and oh i gotta hear about this bitch at work and shit you know i get it but sometimes it's just two people communicating and you're supposed to care about each other and that's part of the deal you made to be serious and and respect and sincere uh and have respect and be sincere with that person's so when someone's telling you like listen this is how i feel we are being let down by you and people like you and your whole thing is basically nah the most important thing to take from this conversation is i have it worse than you so therefore anything you bring up is already invalid you can't you can't have uh you can't have an issue basically right it's bigger than mine right like it's funny because he's like it's not the same as he's doing it you know like no 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 no. Uh, it's not the same issues for you but is it not an issue you know like like i'll tell you what um if you just suddenly start talking about some dude um following you in the parking lot every day after work he would be nervous and concerned as shit you know what i mean why why men aren't dangerous men are it's not black men i don't have a problem with black women no you do get nervous because we do worry about that shit it's not we just feel some level of attachment to the idea that you would notice to be honest um so anyway that's sad to hear man i, I sound like he's an ex so you know but i still also feel kind of sad because like i hope people like that learn even if it's not from even if he y'all don't be together i hope he learned something from that conversation maybe if he listens to the show maybe he might learn something but i, I hope that people kind of do take the idea of like winning the oppression olympics doesn't you don't win anything Mm -mm. 
so all right um but thank you for calling in Jada. thank you baby and i'm sorry you had to go through that that's that's Me too baby that's trash but that's a very typical response for a lot of a lot of dudes while they're using their male privilege by telling you how we don't have it because we black right and then in a woman's mind it's like okay so only concerns that matter in a relationship is yours my concerns don't matter so what am i here am i here just for you to fuck me that that's i'm on my whole purpose i have no other purpose than for you to own me and fuck me because you obviously don't care enough about me to actually care and love me enough to actually hear me out right um all right last voicemail guys hey guys this is you ain't got the answer and um i've been thinking about all week whether i should write this in or call in and i decided to call last minute and i just wanted to thank you guys for speaking about domestic violence and um how we normalize it i personally just went through an experience and because of what i heard with rod it gave me the courage to press charges and i just wanted to call and tell you guys thank you because you know what happened this week with that guy is such a something that i could see my ex doing and blaming me and so it just kind of hearing rod as a man say something like that just kind of gave me the push that that could be me it could be any woman and it's not going to stop until we get these crazy unstable people under control and i just want to personally thank you for giving me that push and that courage that you know not all men are like that but if we don't speak out no one's gonna say anything and um yeah sorry i'm a waterhead i know y'all hear me kind of like crying and stuff but i sincerely wanted to reach out and say thank you and hopefully this can encourage other women to also take that step because it's not normal for somebody to think that they have that much control over you. Um, yeah, so that's it. I just wanted to take a moment out, say thank you so much, and I appreciate you guys for everything that you do. I appreciate you for taking out that entire hour, 45 minutes or whatever that was, to talk about how this is affecting so many black women out here and we can only do so much we need our black men to stand up and support us so thank you rod and thank you karen and i love you guys so much i'm always listening and tweeting and all that good stuff so thanks for making a change in my life and i'm sure in so many other people's lives love you guys have a great saturday bye oh man um thank you yeah thank you really not not us because uh that's a very brave thing for you to do mm-hmm. um I, I can't even imagine like i said i can't even imagine going through it so um just you know the fear and, and sometimes when people tell people well you just had to go to police people underestimate the fear in the victim like like mm-hmm. they literally underestimate the fear like it, and that's the one time everybody act like police know what they're doing like we don't we don't trust them to do a whole lot of other shit some of y'all don't trust the police to jump your car but that's the one time we're like well put your hands in the life of the police they'll put your life in the hands of the police they'll figure it out but it takes bravery to make to get that process started um not to mention you know it's dangerous man a lot of these dudes 
it's when women take the steps to protect themselves that they escalate the violence yep and it gets worse right um so you know i really do hope it works out for the best i mm-hmm. really do i think you're a superhero for even um you know taking those steps because you know self-protection is the number one thing man you have to protect yourself um in these situations and people make it sound so easy when they're not going through it and they advise people don't have no experience dealing with this shit and they just tell people all kinds of bullshit that they're you know but you know um maybe there's some experts in your local area maybe there's some shelters or some people you can talk to as well um to take steps to make sure that you're um you know that you're protected uh whenever this happens because like i said um it can be very dangerous it can be very lonely you have family and friends that isolate women that make it feel like you're doing the wrong thing Mm -hmm. for defending yourself and for protecting yourself or you should be happy to have a man or because they don't see the worst size of him somehow you're the bad guy because he ain't like that with them it's not he walk in their house and beat them up so you know all that stuff man i you know i I'm, i'm glad that uh i'm just i'm I'm happy for you and i i hope uh i really do hope it works out for the best mm-hmm. uh all right man that was wow uh all right next net uh let's go to the email that's all the voicemails uh we got the emails and uh we're gonna get out of here um so this guy john writes in hey hi love y'all love you guys rob mentioned that he gets his political cues from black women you know who else gets his political wisdom from black women barack obama he says it near the end of this video and it's a youtube video says barack obama is okay with criticism god miss this nigga see that was the thing man i i feel a certain level of unfairness has been um heaped on this dude but i also feel like he's one of the best people ever to be able to handle it like i don't feel as um defensive about him as i think i would if i felt felt that he couldn't handle it like sometimes i hear people's complaints and i'm like what that person wants is a perfect president that can fix the world by himself and gets every opinion right and never has to think about it and always agrees with the most extreme leftist view out there and i don't think that person is possible but what i do know is that barack obama will listen listen to you talk about why he ain't shit and try to figure out if there's a way to resolve that or if it's just something he's gonna have to live with and that's something i really 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 respect about him as a president as a person more than just as a president that's a difficult level of self-evaluation to get to most people will never reach that level of self-evaluation i don't know that i'll attain that kind of shit like where somebody can really come from my neck and i hear the pain and the um what do you call it? the sincerity and the the actual part of their argument that 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 make that that is valid the validity i don't know that i got that i don't know man like that dude sits down and sat down and we're definitely going to see the difference in the next four to eight years because you know this is a dude in the white house now he ain't sitting down with no critics he don't give a fuck what y'all have to say mm-hmm. yeah like people say well black lives matter went away black lives matter no people ain't listening right that well, that, that tactic of marching that shit is useless now no offense but you know for a lot of people not it's i shouldn't say useless. for a lot of people it's useless because you know this administration has zero 
fucking ground they're gonna give they're never gonna ask to meet with you they're never gonna see what your action plan is they're never gonna see uh how they can incorporate into the law if anything they're gonna go against it they're gonna push back the things that were incorporated into the law from the obama administration right they're passing laws against fucking just protesting yeah so i i mean and it was i i think to me i felt like it was obvious but i was very hopeful that president obama was a person that listened to black women but you can look at the black women that worked at the white house you can look at his wife you can look at um the women that he chose for different positions um within um you know within uh the staff and within the uh actual administration you know valerie jarrett you know even loretta lynch um like like do listens uh or he seems to listen to black women and take his cues from there uh doesn't mean he's flawless doesn't mean he's not gonna fuck up you know i was reading something today about how he learned a lot of his community organizing from a black woman in chicago and now that community felt like you know once he became president they they kind of felt left behind like you know we wanted him to use his power as president to kind of like save this particular community um i can't like i said one i can't even fathom the pressure that that will put on him as a person and i can't uh, fathom the pressure that community felt either you know because it's like you know the dude that that works fries at mcdonald's i want my hookup you know but this is a life and death situation that i want my hookup in it's not just me being greedy like nigga we need you to stop this gentrification to stop our houses from being uh bulldozed or whatever you know like these are real lives being affected i one thing i'll i'll, I'll wonder about that dude and maybe I, in his book it'll come out but i wonder how he deals with like either the guilt or the knowledge of how many more people he could have helped and wanted to help but people weren't with him and had and, and and literally much of the administration absolutely was against him like not just the democrats that were like i don't know if this is popular Barack. i'm gonna i'm gonna wait it out and see and, and blame you in eight years when it doesn't work out for me um like in addition to those people he also had to deal with the people that were just out and out like we're never gonna support you because you're ever yeah like so um but yeah let me see if i can play this video one of the things that you come pretty early on to understand in this job is that there's barack obama the person and there's barack obama the symbol or just a representative of power and so when people criticize or respond negatively to me usually they're responding to this character that they're seeing on tv called barack obama and so you don't take it personally you understand that if if people are angry that somehow the government's failing then they're going to look to the guy who represents government I think where I get frustrated at times was the belief that the president can do anything if he just decides he wants to do it. And that sort of lack of awareness on the part about the constraints of our political system, I think sometimes would leave me to mutter under my breath. (laughs) Very, very rarely did I lose it publicly. Usually I just smile. I always tell my staff, Better is good. I'll take better every time because better may not be as good as the best, but better is surprisingly hard to obtain. And better is actually harder than worse. 
I was pretty realistic to people about what I thought we could get done and trying to tamp down expectations. I, I don't regret the fervor because I, I do believe the election of a African American to the most powerful office on earth meant that in some irreversible way the world was different. I hang out with a lot of related black women and they're not casual in their support of me. Uh, there, there, there is a lot of love forthcoming. Partly because they understand the constraints of this society. As, as fervent as they were, as excited and happy as they were when I was elected, they had to go to work the next morning. Mm. They still have trouble paying those bills. Mm. They didn't stop being grounded. And in many ways, they're my touchstone because they're what I meant when I talked about the audacity of hope. Not blind optimism, but it's hope in the face of difficulty. That's what makes it audacious. Mm -hmm. If at the end of my presidency, they feel like I did a pretty good job, then I'll feel pretty good. Come through, Barack. Um, well, the animations were beautiful. Yeah, you know, uh, I know people are going to ask for the link to this. Hold on. Let me copy it. You know, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I, I won't delete that email. Um, you know, one of the things about that reminds me of why I don't fuck with Bernie Sanders. Come on, dog. Because that dude doesn't listen to black people and black women uh, in particular. Um, you can't just throw Simone Sanders up there and then be like, all black women, they voted for me and understand. No, they don't. And you don't show enough deference to them. And the DNC as well. Like, black women are the lynch stump they are they are the linchpin of that uh party they're the most uh they're the most dedicated voters they're the most dedicated supporters they're the people that do the most work and um they also often get left behind when it comes to who's the leadership of the party that party still has a lot to figure out and until it's a party that is led by and for black women because like i said once again black women's concerns because of the constraints of the world as as the president said um the, they have to think about a lot of other shit like they don't have a choice to be they can't just get an office and be like i'm in charge like it's a whole lot of shit where it's like okay how do i figure out a way to help these people these people and these people because i see these connections in people that they not they don't necessarily see in themselves because i have to see these connections to fucking survive every day so um you know until that party is serious um about getting behind um some of the black women that have been the voices out there um i i don't i can't really take that party seriously you know and definitely not getting behind bernie sanders that's that's really uh that's the path to getting four more years of trump if you and if you don't understand why then you just don't understand how people vote and how people think and you just refuse to have read anything about uh the critic the critique of bernie sanders you've just been reading it from a point of how do I defend Bernie Sanders and not a these are real people and voters with concerns and this dude doesn't seem to be addressing them um uh someone sent us a link for it says the 100 on the Coon Olympics uh Henry County Community News Blog oh oh nah, it's just a blog about a, some nigga that liked the Confederate flag fuck that dude <laughs> um uh, episode 1426 equal awesome as usual um this is by it doesn't say who miss oh miss 
martikins it says i love it i had to write in before i could even finish the podcast wanted to comment on the lovey situation she did address things in depth in a piece on the medium okay i hadn't read that i know she tweeted the link to it and i don't have facebook so i don't know if she posted the link to the piece i'm a fan but she's not my fave but because i just read the article before putting on this awesome podcast in that piece she addressed the points on compensation that you mentioned were missing from her facebook post so i figured i'd comment tyrese on the other hand bruh if he's learned something i'd be surprised i don't know if you saw this from the rest of the internet but it also seems that a lot of people were waiting for her to make any mistake uh tweets from 2014 other black women who are now calling her a bitch and that she should go back to africa i agree with karen's points as per usual on how these things hurt black women i also agree with rod on the hypersensitive climate where people are mad and care about everything i do think that we are approaching a critical mass where everyone on these internet streets will be held to such a high standard and no one will make any mistake and i agree with rod on the fact that people are waiting for a reason to distrust any black person yeah well that that's resonated deeply with me for the last for a while now just i don't like i don't want to be that level of famous anyway Mm -mm. like because because it just seems like Mm -mm. people are literally waiting to say that you are anti-black like you literally like it's not a nuance like it's not a well that person messed up on that and hopefully they get that right and hopefully that challenges to them challenges to them will help them see the light it's like fuck that person they are dead they are trash they are done that everything they do from now on i hope it crumbles and fuck them forever and it really could be after you've been a fan of that person for years and they said one thing you disagree with right it is a very real thing i just i don't know how impactful it necessarily is because i feel like people really don't ever get canceled um and then i don't know how um as a human being i don't know how real it is like you know like it it (laughs) it's like when people say they're gonna boycott something they were never gonna um support you know where it's like yes it must hurt someone's feelings to know that you will never support like it's like people say, i'm never gonna go to bermuda fuck them it's racist and you're like were you do you have go to bermuda money were you gonna go to bermuda and you change because if not nothing really changed but you kind of got attention for saying you wouldn't do something right um but anyway yeah that was really awkward and then like that cover or that ebony list of the hundred woke people came out and she was lovey's on the list and activists on the list like i can't like it was really unfortunate timing too Mm -hmm. so i i don't know how it's gonna go i do feel like you know the people that were supporting her for the most part uh will continue to support her you know but at this point she's given a lot of um ground to some vocal people that really don't fuck with her and like you said they're taking shit back from 2014 and and times that they didn't fuck with her from before so you i mean it sucks you're just a human being you hope i you know you hope you do things that don't give people like that ground to to fester and grow and and whatnot but that that's the reality of it man people really they can hold internet is forever the internet's forever now dog um but uh but yeah it's it's funny though because i also saw people on sunday trying to pull the well what's up with us sisters we can't just kick somebody out because they make a mistake we can't it's like well hold up now in all fairness her mistake quote unquote was also kicking a lot of black people out of blackness 
I'm wrong. Like she and that can, has to be addressed. You can't ignore that. Right. She can try to be nice about it and kind of revise it if she wants. But the truth of the matter is, when you say that people that are biracial and and light skin are performing blackness with their anger you are kicking some people out of you kicking some sisters out of blackness man it's no nice way to say it mm-hmm. no way you can sugarcoat that right. shit right and then that's when they're gonna turn around and attack you and say bitch you ain't from here right like it ain't like we're like people want the one side to play fair where the other fly plays dirty and right. that that ain't human at all man mm-hmm. like um like i said none of it is necessarily fruitful but right you know it's it's the scary part about knowing your lane man like even with them putting you in the same photographs and list as those activists and shit you like you gotta know that your critique of them if it's scathing they got to call your receipts and be like uh you ain't been to jail like you ain't marched cops ain't pepper sprayed you you, your friends ain't died yeah, off of gonna, this they're gonna be like what boards and committees have you been on what have you organized right you gonna they're gonna call all your receipts out just because you came at them in a way that was very challenging and belligerent to a certain extent so yeah it's a lot man it's a lot like like i like i'm, I'm kind of glad you know to be doing this that it's kind of wrapped up already uh i know this is the feedback show so that's the only reason we're talking about it but you know it didn't make me feel good on any level to see any of that shit happening Mm-mm. um to be honest with people because yeah. like i said man i don't know lovey i just right. but i think of her fondly i like i try to think of her fondly you know because mm-hmm. she she's a person that uh she's a black woman that's very talented she's very funny she's made um something out of out of you know in a, in a world in a in a lane where a lot of people pay white folks for some of this shit and black women don't get paid she's been an advocate for getting your money getting your respect uh not doing people shit for free and for favors some of my favorite people believe that and I, and that's one of some of the reasons i fuck with them you know um because they're like go get your fucking coins so to see her kind of go back on that and to see people rightfully call her out for going back on that it was just all ugly to me and i don't think she'll some of those bridges and some of those some of those relationships will never be okay again Mm-mm. um and the discord that she caused and the discord that the debate around it caused will mm-hmm. you know some of those divides will never be healed Mm-mm. but um to a certain extent i'm kind of glad that other shit has happened now people can kind of move on because you know it was awkward to talk about but like we have a show where we talk about a lot of awkward shit so right and it boils down to at the end of the day hurt people hurt people i know a lot of people ignore that but her feelings was hurt about something and she expressed it in this manner she ended up hurting other people and they went back at her yeah so um yeah anyway uh i so she also goes on um people will always be disappointed with artists who expose themselves because they have ugly shortcomings just like everyone else the difference is everyone else everyone does put it on front street everyone doesn't put it on front street shutting up is always free i still fucks with lovey but now she but now it is love with an asterisk because it was just fucked up what she said i can say that and i also still listen to the ignition by r kelly shrugs i love the show lol can calling the cops on the fight in the studio ah you know it does the thing that makes me wonder is um i do wonder what it's gonna be like if she does get that tv power and stuff who's gonna watch it is the people that watch it are they now not gonna be able to watch it with a sense of joy and happiness because they gotta worry about defending 
this stuff i mm-hmm. mean and people want to enjoy shit people underestimate people who watch shit out of just pure joy they don't hate watch shit they just love shit and so people want to it's gonna be like the iron fist a lot of motherfuckers enjoyed iron fist i thought iron fist was okay and wanted to talk about it but it was motherfucking crickets across the internet because it was like i don't want to fucking fuss and argue with you about it yeah that nigga fucked up okay let's talk about the substance and the content itself yeah um so yeah i I don't know you know (laughs) like i will see you know because you can make something difficult for people to enjoy just for the fact that they don't want to be having a debate about your personality every time or something you said a long time ago i know what happens to me man well i like like i started watching iron fist two days ago y'all that shit been out i've watched every other marvel superhero series in like a a day or two of it coming out and watched the whole thing that weekend this is the first time where i've been like man i'm just on i don't want to talk to nobody about it like i'm gonna watch it and i just don't want to have a fight to be honest you know and y'all i'm not gonna lie like every just about i think every series a lot of times i don't keep track because i just think the previews are cool uh but whatever midnight 1 a.m whenever they come out on netflix i wake up and he been up for four or five hours about four or five like literally mm-hmm. within 48 hours you know 36 hours whatever he's literally watched the entire series a lot of times by the next weekend re-watching it again so for you to take literally like a month or two to decide to watch it that that's big volumes yeah i mean i'm not one of those people that watches something to debate about it but mm-hmm. some people do that but it ain't me and i think that that hurts a lot of people's product but we'll see you know i i, I still don't i don't have any ill will towards lovey but my mm-hmm. point my the point that i wanted to make throughout all this even with tyrese i don't think i'm the person to that that needs to forgive them mm-hmm. i'm not the person that was slighted by it right black women will tell it'll tell how black women feel about it if black women feel like fuck you it's it'll be known sooner or later when you try to move some product and they like not to me you know what i mean mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens with her and we'll see if people accept that apology or understand or whatever um so we'll see anyway uh black gate is palette rice in episode 1427 damn i was listening to this episode at work i had to stop halfway through and take a walk outside to compose myself i've heard so many black men uh especially in my family say that this fuck shit justifying violence against black women by saying that it's all bullshit i work in a predominantly white space and nearly word for fucking word my white co-workers say the same fucking thing to justify violence against black people that the violence doesn't really exist that we're to blame for violence against us and why do we keep bringing it up and being so divisive come on that sounds so familiar uh that to bring it up means that we hate white people and hashtag not all white people nigga come on come through with this word that is exactly what the fuck it sounds like um i've heard others in the black twitter circle say uh that i follow say say essentially the same thing just replace black men for white people and i cannot for the life of me understand this giant gaping blind spot right i i don't know if it's just that these people don't talk about racism so then they don't have the interactions with white people that make them go this white person is saying something completely ridiculous by calling me racist for saying this is racist or saying i hate all white people because i said this white person did something racist to me i don't know how they don't see it but maybe they just don't i don't know i don't know how they don't see it to be honest 
it's like they're robots from westworld that can't see the door right in front of them yes these white these women are just mad because they hate black men with white wives the fuck they don't have phd in that twitter handle so do you have a degree to understand the oppression you suffer when the fuck did that become a requirement i'm sorry to ramble i understand my privilege as a gay black man but this shit makes me sick to my stomach even now writing this i'm fighting back burning hot anger tears i just want to collectively shake all black men and tell them to see the fucking door right in front of them okay i gotta recompose myself so i don't scare these white folks in my office black atheist palette yeah you know the other part of that too is i i legitimately believe even uh even if it's selfish uh we become better people when we care about other people yes so it's not just like as much as i say black men need to do this shit to one because we need to have empathy and understanding and care for other people in our community it also will make us better people there's no excuse for it like even if you selfishly think is the status quo is not good for us like keeping things the way they are it's not good for us you know us going to prison us being violent towards each other us feeling like we always have to prove ourselves and our masculinity uh us not allowing ourselves to uh have a spectrum within our sexuality and shit it's not healthy it's not healthy you know like it we look at what it does to ourselves as well as the other people in our community it's it's really bad and 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 i just feel like we shouldn't be taking that shit in especially when a lot of it comes from the people who oppressed us i don't want their shit you know what i mean like that's not i don't want their value system for my life like i understand that some isn't it's impossible to completely do away with everything but some of this stuff is like yo i don't have to have that you know like i don't need your religion i don't need your fucking value system on men and women i don't need your fucking i need to hit my kids i don't need that shit you know like i if we're gonna undo this programming then we gotta be vigilant about that shit and we need to be at least aware of the programming that we're receiving and so many black men seem to be not aware of that programming unless it comes to racism but anything else is like well homophobia transphobia uh misogyny that kind of shit we're absolutely fine with and uh to me that i think that makes it makes us worse as people for having dealt with it like not worse than other people but i mean it makes us worse as we could be our higher and better selves to accept that shit in our community and accept it within each other man we we can do better man Uh, i i like i said it doesn't mean i hate us or any of that shit it just i acknowledge we can do better and i I don't find that that's so fucking radical to say because if i say white people can do better many 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 black people will be like of course white people can do better right they're doing terrible like (laughs) we you know i don't i don't think saying that about us it should be considered such the third rail you know um and i say it with love i'm not saying it with like and that's because niggas ain't shit and that's why i'm i think black people ain't shit and i'm gonna go on tv and tell white people they right you know it's not that's not what i'm saying um all right last one uh bacon uh my dog right saying not so secret love letter to the show great greetings stardew farmer karen and pathfinder rob ah! greetings greetings uh i've been take i've taken a brief break from intergalactic romance send y'all a quick email expressing my love for you guys i've been meaning to leave a comment but one this will probably be too long for a show comment two i couldn't decide where to leave it and three i keep forgetting that adhd (laughs) y'all 
thank you for the space you created it's been one of the few things holding me together in this post-election horror shit show i know you said that you don't consider community you built as a safe space but because of the effort that you and karen put in it feels like a safe space uh being black and queer means that i've had to completely dip out of a lot of places because of blatant bigotry and unrepentant tone deaf behaviors it's not always perfect but knowing that there aren't that those aren't tolerated makes all the difference uh well thank you first of all but yeah i, I yeah just thank you i'm not gonna push back on that uh <laughs> i don't know why my first reaction to be like no run it's dangerous out here in these streets you never know what these niggas are gonna say in the chat room i don't know what's wrong with them you know i i yeah thank you you know we try man to make it like i said i don't know i don't really use the term safe space and i really don't you know i don't know how people can use it but i uh you know for other people like if other people feel safe that's that's beautiful i'm mm-hmm. glad they do glad a lot of people in our community feel like they can let their guard down Correct. they don't have to worry about being attacked uh for saying something you know um like just demanding their humanity and shit like i do uh value that man um but uh yeah thank you um anyway she goes uh uh elise goes on uh i don't expect you or karen to be perfect on it 100 percent of the time because you're human and as humans we all fuck up mm-hmm. however you both have shown that to really listen and hear folks and apologize when wrong that means everything even on your personal page right i've seen you call out folks who are anti-black woman and anti-lgbt makes such a difference in social media a lot of folks don't think about how their words affect those who are participating or posting yeah you you know the thing with that is and, and this is a lot of people a lot of people just tolerate bullshit and they think well as long as i say i don't agree that's enough mm-hmm. and then they but then they don't want to be counted in that group of people um oh no i'll take it back i didn't not say as long as i don't say i agree right that's not not as long as yeah, i say i disagree good, yeah. a lot of people won't even say they disagree but then they want to be counted as not part of this group whatever group it is that people are saying are fucked up but they don't ever come out and be like yo this i don't agree with these niggas they are fucked up don't say that shit on my page don't say that shit to me don't write my podcast that bullshit don't write like you can't be in my circle if you espouse these values instead they kind of want it both ways they want their cake and they want to eat it too they want to hang out with the people that say the fuck shit and then let them say that fuck shit on their platform whether it's a social because everybody has a platform now whether it's social media your what your 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 podcast your blog your your radio show your your tv show they want to let them be able to say that shit and then academically be like maybe like it's just kind of their opinion and then they want to be counted among the people that aren't toxic that aren't that are allies that do give a fuck and you can't have it both ways you know like you just can't and people want it both ways so often and that's that's also a privilege being able to 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 navigate that space and be like but i should count as not being fucked up you don't have a problem with these other people you don't call these other people out you pick when people retaliate to then say something and i hate that shit you know i don't fuck with white people that do that like if they catch me being like yo this shit was racist and they come in and talk, start talking to me about how it's not or and they ain't had nothing or how it ain't that bad or whatever and they ain't had nothing to say when the racist person was talking you can get the fuck out like we not cool Mm-mm. just how this was but i feel like i have a responsibility to be that way too man so um 
you know in certain situations where somebody comes in and they're legitimately saying some bullshit i have to be like nah man because because it isn't just about me especially once you have like a level of a platform like there's people on my page there's more people that are fans than i have friends on my page now Mm -hmm. you know and 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 it's not an and, and the thing is it's not an act no, it's, not. it's not something i'm doing just to keep fans i wouldn't have been cool with that shit if it was just my friends on my page but i goddamn sure ain't ain't, ain't okay with it um people coming on my page acting stupid because a lot of people talk academically like the people reading this are all in whatever group they're in Correct. so we're talking about gay people they it's like we're just all talking about gay people yeah because no gay people reading this right Come gay on. people don't have eyes they wouldn't possibly be my friends they're like what the fuck is wrong with you anyway uh thank you for all that you both do i'm grateful and appreciative love p.s jaw vitra and reyes are bae oh you fuck with reyes see i don't like reyes coming on too strong to me you know what i'm saying like i wasn't feeling it bacon like he he felt crazy like he felt like i don't know if that's racist because he is brown he just felt a little too lecherous man you know I'm like i don't know about you reyes drac is my favorite granddad oh, drac is the best that jack he, i love how jack will ask me about killing somebody and i'll be like come on dog we can't do that he'll be like oh, sport sport i knew you would say that and then we'll <laughs> we'll go off and do it the right way and i really want to see screenshots of karen stardew valley farm because stardew valley is my second favorite game oh uh, wow. you fit right in mm-hmm. i love that damn game well, thank you bacon uh all right man that's everything We'll be back tomorrow. We appreciate everybody for listening. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah.